every day, Mass is celebrated at St. Dominic's Chapel at the Chancery offices of the Archdiocese of Atlanta. The following is a recording of today's readings and homily from a previous year. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in human beings, who seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a barren bush in the desert that enjoys no change of season, but stands in a lava waste, a salt and empty earth. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. He is like a tree planted besides waters that stretches out its roots to the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes, its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. More torturous than all else is the human heart. Beyond remedy, who can understand it? I, the Lord, alone probe the mind and test the heart to reward everyone according to his ways, according to the merit of his deeds. The word of the Lord. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Blessed the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor walks in the way of sinners, nor sits in the company of the insolent, but delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on his law day and night. He is like a tree planted near running water that yields its fruit in due season and whose leaves never fade. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, not so. They are like chaff, which the wind drives away. For the Lord watches over the way of the just, but the way of the wicked vanishes. Blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the Pharisees, there was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, 
Between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There are um, a number of, par- of uh, parables that only Luke uh, has in his gospel. The other, not in the other three gospels, the prodigal son, the good Samaritan, and then this is her, this is one of them, the rich man parable, of the rich man and Lazarus. Um, the evangelist clearly uh, sets up a, um, a contrast between uh, a strong contrast between the rich man's life and uh, the life of, of Lazarus, uh, it's, it's easy to see. But what's more important what's, uh, is the connection uh, or the lack of connection uh, between the two. Uh, Lazarus is at, um, at the rich man's uh, doorstep. And the wealthy man, the rich man, either uh, doesn't see him or doesn't want to see him, uh, his lifestyle, uh, either prevents him from seeing Lazarus, or Lazarus could be a, a threat to um, all that the rich man stood for, I guess. Uh, but for whatever reason, he doesn't respond to the to the need uh, or the plight of Lazarus, even to giving even to giving leftovers or scraps uh, from the table. And the result is clearly the the chasm uh, that is reflected in their respective. Um, ultimate destinations. I was reminded of um, Archbishop Kelly. Kelly. Archbishop Kelly was the um, Archbishop of, of uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Died several years ago, but a Dominican um, priest and wonderful bishop. And he used to insist that uh, food and, and assistance to uh, the poor at the cathedral rectory be done at the front door of the cathedral rectory and not at the, not at the back or on the side entrance, because he wanted, he said he wanted for the public to see the faces of the poor. This gospel should have us ask some questions of ourselves. Uh, what is, or where is, um, where is our doorstep? And who is sitting there? Do you know? Do we know? And if we do know, uh, how do we respond? Is there a ditch that is becoming a chasm, uh, turning into a chasm because of our lack of attention or response to them? Uh, And these are questions that can be asked internationally, they can be asked nationally, they can be asked locally, but Lent offers us uh, the chance to ask them personally. And as the parable teaches us clearly, uh, these are questions that that couldn't be more important. The preceding podcast is a production of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Atlanta. Copyright 2024.